now, get ready to talk hockey. Streaming from the Oilers Live Studio. Subscribe or follow today. Hey, 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 it's Michael here from Oilers Live with another Oilers Live Tuesday. <laughs> Couldn't see us there for a second, but happy to be here with my good buddy Dash. I'll get this podcast thing down, Pat. It's been six years. Should have uh, <laughs> just, I'm just about there. Just good recovery, about. fella. Oh, hey, hey, that's what I'm here for the recovery. I'm not here for the talent, but I'll tell you that. Just like an Oilers two goal comeback in Boston. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, we're back here for another Tuesday edition of Oilers Live after Oilers defeat the Ottawa Senators six to three. Ottawa coming off off a disappointing loss to the Calgary Flames, and then uh, losing again, giving up um, five or six. They've really had some challenges in net. Uh, you know, with um, Forsberg, right? Forsberg being injured. That was in an Edmonton game. I think he mm-hmm. off. Two knee injuries, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And anyway, Oilers are back. And you're gone. And just like that, Dash is gone. He's back again. We're having all sorts of uh, issues here tonight. Anyway, thanks. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining the show. We've got uh, some stranger already online. Says, hey, kids. Hey, some stranger. How you doing? Hey, everybody. Thanks for watching. Dash, how you doing? And what did you think of the game tonight? Long time no see, hey? Yeah, been a little while. Been a little while. Been a minute. Uh, what did I think of the game? It was um, a sloppy first period, obviously. Mm-hmm. Came out a little slower than we'd probably have liked. Um, but then probably just kind of showed them that we're the better hockey club. By the second period, they... Uh, I don't know, the goaltending Sogard looked overwhelmed. The power play finally clicked. Um, you know, then momentum took over, and they looked like a team that was at the end of their road trip, quite frankly. Um, beautiful to see the bottom six keep scoring. Um, <laughs> Ekholm's a beast. <laughs> Ekholm's a beast. I love it. Um, look at Connor go. Most points since 27 seasons. Dries picking up a hundy. It's a good game, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, I mean, this is um, this is kind of the, ki- the kind of game that the Oilers, you know, need to win, right? Like, they can afford to have mm-hmm. a sloppy period. They, um, I've been joking with anybody that listens to me, which is a very limited list. I've been uh, forced to. <laughs> you're forced to. Uh, but, you know, the... Um, like uh, you, the Oilers will get down two to one or three to one, and I and I'll tell you know my line always is well, that doesn't guarantee you a point against the Oilers. You got to score five, <laughs> right? If you want to, if you want to win the game, and four points if you want to guarantee yourself a point. And you know tonight's no different, right? Like this team is, and um, I don't know if we need to be scared yet or not, but this team is definitely scoring their way into the playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of a minimum four goal game for them, and then the forty six in the last ten. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy, right? Like, you got to score five. You're right. <laughs> you got to score five. For once you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, I mean, like if I'm Manson out there in the ba- in the back, I'm like, I'm telling them, like, guys, yeah. just keep it below four. Yeah, you know, yeah. 
It yeah. shouldn't be 30, hard. Like, 31 just, against in the last yeah. 10. So just, yeah. just keep her below three and score four. And so, I mean, that's, it's, um, it's nice. So, I mean, and, and you know what? I regular season, I can deal with this because it's fun hockey. Right. Mm-hmm. And they still, you know, they had a game like they had in Boston. Yeah. That's to me, that game in Boston, that's a playoff style game right there. That's a, that's a team, you know, it, that game actually got them a lot of street cred, I think, with the mainstream media, which we are not. Oh, and every, <laughs> every person in that stadium, I was sitting with them. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, walking out of TD Garden, all I got was, oh my God, you guys have McDavid. You're so lucky. And that was the best game we've seen at the Garden all year. And see you in the finals. And it was like, everybody was fantastically respectful and i think it was just that that set right there mcdavid some stranger says when was the last time they let in just one goal it's got to be a long time ago right i guess the other thing you know like that's a good question i was thinking about this and it's probably right there in seven one win on january 13th against san jose against san jose yeah like you know San Jose. Before that, New Year's Eve against the Jets. Have the Oilers had a shutout this year? Uh, one, I believe. Two. Um, weren't they back? Uh, maybe not. They actually, had, I don't. Yeah, they did. They did. Shutout. It was early St. Louis or something. New Year. Uh, no, they've been. Maybe St. Louis shut us out. Or shut them out. Yeah, maybe not. I, I thought we did have one though. Uh, St. Louis shut them out. The Islanders shut them out. No, looking back, the Oilers have not had a shoot a shutout this year. It's ridiculous. Wow, wow. look at that. I mean, that's crazy, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was looking at... Um, goaltending's just been good or average or Campbell. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Look at, look at uh, you know, Sorokin's got five shutouts on the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, did you hear, uh, did you hear Stoffer? Maybe it was yesterday saying, uh, look at the expected goals or accept <clears throat> the saves against the expected goals against. And according to Puckpedia, Smith was fifth in the NHL all categories two I've years ago and 14th in the NHL last year. And I think, uh, he said Skinner before tonight was 68th and Campbell was 95th or something like that. So I don't like I don't look at Skinner and think he's playing poorly. Though he's no, exactly. pretty positionally sound. I think, you know, this team, right, the nature of how they play will just give more mm-hmm. you know, more odd man chances the other way. Like that that shorthanded goal. I know in the group chat there's some discussion about, you know, Bouchard needs to hit the net. I love that play by Bouchard though. Like that's a play that Barry didn't give us. Right, mm-hmm. and then he come and he goes and he does the same thing later on too. He and it hits the hits the uh, post. When and he then he almost breaks McDavid with another shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I still <laughs> think he might kill somebody with that shot. But <laughs> he I, did hurt somebody in the playoffs last year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. Didn't he hurt like from somebody from Colorado or something? Like, didn't he hurt? I mean, that's ridiculous, or... right? Like he's got he's got a blast, oh, but yeah. he um. Like he brings that to the power play that um you know Barry never brought. You know, and I and um 
like Barry, and I'm not downplay. Barry was great on the power play, right? Like he was just a good mm-hmm. puck mover. Uh, but I'm not worried at all. Uh, <laughs> Neil Garrity says, uh, by the way, maybe you guys should stop saying shout out. <laughs> we've, we've totally screwed it up. We've uh, screwed this team over. <laughs> well played. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I totally lost it. Saw, it. saw that in the chat and I had to. but if i'd have told you that the oilers have given up seven goals five goals six goals six against columbus you know what i mean like (laughs) five goals all in the last 15 games you'd think that we went oh and 13 like it's pretty funny what we're doing with the offense to be able to, and well, with the power play too. I mean, Jason, so, like, you know what? Tell us in the chat right now if you're if you're watching and uh, you're into the whole chat thing. Uh, let us know. I'm gonna just hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the Twitter chat as well and see if I can't find that and um, respond to anybody in the Twitter chat. It's a little bit Twitter's a little bit different than. The rest, if you want to chat, I, I my advice is um, join us on YouTube at youtube.ca slash heavy hockey. Uh, I want to know from those of you that are watching, like, do you like the type of game that the Oilers are playing? Like, are you happy with, you know, this shoot them up, 6-4 win, 6-5 win? Or is this, you know, mostly frustrating to people, right? Like, for me... I'm happy as long as they make the playoffs. I mean, this is exciting hockey to me. I love it. I love, I love seeing you know the Oilers come out and score four, and and I'm and I'm fine if they let in you know if they win like tonight six to three. Three goals is you know a shitty performance. <laughs> the uh, the um, funny thing was um, you don't take the, an F one car to a drag race, buddy. <laughs> no, I, I don't. The uh, Neil says we're playing Oilers hockey. That's true. The uh, I was watching the TSN feed because I'm out here in Eastern Canada, and um, they they asked the question where well uh, they asked a question of each other. When's the last time somebody finished uh, in in um, below the below twenty in goals against in the league and won the Stanley Cup? Like in the top in the bottom ten of the league and won the Stanley cup. Never. <laughs> it's never happened. Yeah. So like the Oilers are kind of up against history right here. They're, uh, I think they're sitting right in, uh, 21st, if I'm not mistaken. One, two, eight, nine, 10. Uh, yeah. They're, they're sitting at 21st in the league and, um, in goals against right now. Uh, and first in goals for which, you know, considering where they are in goals against, and they've got a plus 34 differential. Yeah. Pretty yeah. damn unbelievable. And one of the best five on five teams since Woodcroft took over in the yeah. NHL. And, you know, I, I have to ask, I mean, it's, this is, um, let's talk about it. Cause we haven't talked about it since I said the other day, uh, we dodged the bullet on Chikrin. I believe that 100% believe that like, you know, lots of people screaming for chicken. I think we dodged a bullet. Um, and I, and I think I'm, I'm going to say this. I think Ken Holland pulled off the best trade 
at the deadline and getting Ekholm. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least, at least the one that will make the biggest difference to as a far team. as skill set that meets a need, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's, um, I would say that's the uh, piece. And Bugstad, what a beauty tonight at the. How do you like? Yeah, I mean, how about that one goal tonight? Well, Bugstad from Coston and and uh, Ekholm, yeah, right. Like, give the third assist to Ken Holland. None of those guys started the year on our team. Yeah, it was awesome. It was great. All right, because it's uh, my show. Dash thought he'd try a new format tonight, so we're gonna do that. <laughs> So, it's, not, it's, not, it's not like me to just barge my way into things and take <laughs> so, over. You know, hey, hey, Michael, I love your I love your show. This is a text here. I, I should be showing it to you guys, but it says, uh, Michael, love your show, uh, but you really need to do a new format. Here's what we're doing tonight. Um, so <laughs> here's here's uh, we're going to do three. It's like three questions. We'll do this. Uh, we'll try this out and we'll um, get a focus group tell us how it is after the fact uh and so we'll do um we've got what here three three different sort of things we're gonna do you know um true heavy hockey play of the night uh biggest surprise of the game and then uh we ask each other uh one question uh hockey related question uh in a specified format and so uh let's start with uh, the true heavy hockey play of the night i should i gotta get like what we need is one of those, uh, you know, like some kind of uh, audio in the back. So, like, this play of the night, right? Or something. I don't know. Something wrestling kind of thing or whatever. So, true heavy hockey play of the night. Hit, forecheck, fight, or turnover. Uh, you want to start? I like it. I, um, mine for me was when Drysidle stapled Chikrin to the boards and basically <laughs> yeah. you, you brought it up so just mine. showed ev- showed every Oilers fan <laughs> in one fell swoop why we didn't want Jacob Chikrin on our team um yeah. but uh yeah you know they, you could tell getting up that he looked a little looked a little woozy um it doesn't take long to dig into my Twitter feed to uh see which one of the NHL hockey insiders that I ran into at the airport. And he told me that, uh, um, that he shares an agent with Chikrin and that the biggest problem with his, uh, with his health is his back and that all the teams across the entire league, um, sent medical reports and looked, sent doctors and tried to figure out if Chikrin was worth the price. And it was only Ottawa that was interested at the end of it because of, uh, you know, his sister lives there and his grandfather lives there. And, and, you know, what a story he comes back and scores a couple of points and his grandpa's in the stands and great. You know what? Some people just belong in some places and, and yeah. if he belongs in Ottawa, that's great. It, it's not in Edmonton and that's not where I wanted him to be. Yeah. And yeah, you can't, uh, you definitely can't get on the guy himself. I'm just glad he's not an oiler and Ekholm is. I mean, I you know what? I, I wouldn't have been upset if if Holland found a way to get both of them. I just don't think Chikrin was the guy that we needed. Um, so the focus was in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, for me, I, I mean, I hate to do this, but it's the same thing that that hit by Drysital. It's um, you know, it's just that Drysital's way of playing. Like if he's engaged, he's a prick. Like that, like yeah, he is. 
<laughs> he is like I you if you're not on his team, you gotta hate him. Absolutely hate him, right? Like isn't there a little bit of a genla in him? You know, like the best way to there's, keep yeah. him out of the game is to just not wake him up. I just want, I'm I'm curious because um you know we have he's never mic'd up or anything, but if is he a good chirper? Dry I like when he skated by the Rangers bench and said, Hey, it's coming, and then they scored four more goals. <laughs> and and, yeah, and Connor well, skated certainly... through six people to, to win the game after he you know, that was pretty good. Yeah. Um I did have a backup for the heavy hockey play if you don't want to have the same one. Um I honestly thought there was a huge momentum shift as well when Skinner made that massive save when the game was three to two. Oh yeah. I feel like that sucked the wind right out of the senators. And from that point on, we just kind of poured it on. So, you know, from a goaltending perspective, I like that play too. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, um, you know, it goes back to this style or brand of hockey. You just need your goalie to make that one save. Uh, I'm still stuck on this goals for Boston has a plus 100 goal differential. That's Plus one hundred. Who does that? Boston does. They're they're something else. All right. So true heavy hockey play of the night. Uh, we both agreed on a dry sidle hit. Biggest surprise of the game uh, in terms of players. I will go. I'll I'll start with this one because you got the last one. Um, yeah, another guy we were talking about in the chat. Fogel. Uh, uh, it seems to be, you know, that um, uh, Woodcroft's, you know, playing him while he's on a high, right? Playing him up with uh, Drysaddle and and Nuge, and I like it. Like the, you know, his attempt to drive the net that led to the Drysaddle goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. I love, I, you know, the thing with Fogel is I love him when he's uh, on when he's playing well. But I just, um, you know, I said this uh, before, I just don't trust him, right? Like, you just can't trust him to be consistent. Uh, but tonight was a good night. And, and in fact, I mean, maybe it's not a surprise after the way he's played of late. He's He's been pretty good lately. This is a good point, a good time for him. But, um, yeah, I like I like watching him play. Uh, and he's a, he is definitely a talented player. I, I don't get the consistency problems with him, but big surprise that he's doing as well. He's doing lately. Your thoughts. Uh, For me, you know, I, something that jumped out at me, I didn't realize Jake Sanderson was their best defenseman. Oh yeah. Like, you know, you you got a team with Chikrin and, um, you know, a lot of youth there and people that should be maybe further along in the depth chart than they should be. That kid could wheel. Like he he kind of walked the blue line a little little bit like Barry. Um, I thought that there was uh, a lot of movement. He covered off twenty four minutes, but um, you know Shabbat maybe having a down year. He he's had better years, but you know I hear the same things about Shabbat that I hear about Nurse all the time, right? Like oh, well, how are we going to fix this part of his defense? And how are we going to fix Shabbat? And how are we going to fix Nurse? I don't know. I just think they are who they are, but it's really impressed with Sanderson, son of J- son of Jeff Sanderson, too, played for the Whalers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually like Jeff Sanderson when he played. Fast as hell. Then Hill is is McLeod allergic to hitting? He had a very good opportunity to finish the guy on the puck and did yet another flyby. You know, yeah, that's his criticism. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was it's funny. 
there are there are there's some of that coming up with McLeod. I find of late, you know, where he um, maybe just doesn't seem as tough as he should. But there's a lot of things I like that McLeod does well, and he's got the speed. And he's as long as you're not playing him too far up the lineup, I've got no big problem with it. But that was um, yeah, that was the big scouting report on McLeod before he even made it into the yeah. NHL. Yeah, so. All right. Uh, ask one question. All right. All right. Let's see. You go first because this was your idea. I go first this start. time. Yeah. Okay. Well, this one feeds off of a little bit more of the, the Maple Leafs game than the Ottawa Senators oh, game. But um, if you could punch, if you got a free punch <laughs> on one hockey player, yeah, with, a, with no repercussion, you could just run and sucker punch one hockey player. Would it be? Would it be Jacob Truba, Kessler, or Bunting? Oh, yeah. You know, like this, this is probably you should know the answer. What I would pick on this. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's it. If all three of those guys would be all right, like, if, could you just line them? You know, line them all up. Get Domino. Of course, you've not seen me hit. I mean, I might not do any damage whatsoever. Uh, but uh, no, I. Truba's I the only Truba. one bigger than you, so it, it would be Truba. I like I. You know, I, I knew your answer, but man, yeah. Bunting was annoying that game. Oh. oh yeah, you know, and and Bunting's good at that. I I think like he, you know, his whole thing is just to be an, like a bit of an idiot. Right. Well, his gloves are glued to his hands, right? There's yeah. no way those things that he's ever going to have. Well, and that's, you know, even, even Kachuk will throw down once in a while, <laughs> right? Like, you got to give that guy credit. But yeah. Bunting, I mean, you're right. You're 100% right about that. Like, and yeah, then his me. comments after, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to say what he said in the media. Well, you, yeah. Yeah. You don't need to say anything then. Yeah. Smell like Matt Cook. It's just like the. Yeah. Yeah, Kess and and Kessler. Well, yeah, <laughs> you got like oh, I actually, damn it, that's never, a hard question because well, never think, forgiven for twenty seventeen. Yeah, you know, and and he's just like a so smart douche every time you see him on anything. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, he, there's just nothing like Bieksa. At least I I like you know like mm. I, oh mm-hmm. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew it'd make you think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the obvious uh, yeah, answer. Yeah. I, 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 I'd have a. It'd be like you put the three of them oh, uh, side by I side, and who would you run at? Bunting. Uh, yeah, honorable mention to Mikey Anderson. Thanks, Neil. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So my question to you, and I was, I, I was thinking too much about your question. I don't have a have a good one yet. All right. Let's think about this. Okay. If you could pick, uh, one NHL defenseman to go one on one with you skating down the <laughs> skating down the wing on the Oilers, <laughs> who would that be? So obviously, you got to pick. The worst guy that you think is easy <laughs> to get around. Who, who, which, uh, I mean, you don't have much to choose from, but, That's uh, a really good question, yeah. actually. I mean, if, if you thought, if, if you had one chance, maybe it was for a million bucks, 
you get to go one-on-one against an Oilers defenseman. All you had to do is beat him and get a shot on net. You know, so, you know, you, you, uh, it'd have to be one of the starters. So Nurse, Ekholm, CeCe, Kulak, Bouchard. We'll put Broberg in there or DeHarnay. So just not any defenseman employed by the Oilers? Not, no, because there's there's maybe a few. Well, I'd pick Duncan Keith. <laughs> Duncan, Duncan Keith, yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's employed by the Oilers. That's a really good question, Bouchard. dude. Neil says uh, Bouchard. I think it would be Bouchard. Yeah, I do. I go with DC. No, you. So you want to go against a first pairing defenseman? Yeah, I just <laughs> of all I, of your choices. I feel like one on one depends. Is Nurse in the wrong the end? <laughs> and it depends on how much of a skate you get, you know. But I would be my my concern, especially guys of our skill level, you know, semi pro oh, skill level. Broberg outskates uh, me. Nurse outskates yeah. me. and maybe it's maybe it's the, Kulak. But those he'll guys just punch with the long the sticks, like Bouchard and yeah. Deharnay. Like they're the smallest, play, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Go in against Nima Line, and you're never coming out. Yeah. Anyway, I'd pick, I'd probably pick CC, but you're going with Bouchard. Yeah, or Duncan Keith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd pick Bouchard. Halfway through the season, we were screaming, okay. "Where's Duncan Keith? Six Where's foot Duncan one or Keith? whatever." Bouchard. We found our like we found chance. our Duncan Keith in Ekholm, right? Like we oh, found the guy that we wanted. Duncan Put Keith. some respect on Atcom's name. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Epiphany like says, that. if you're suicidal, Atcom or, or <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Or, or yeah. Nima Linen. Yeah, or Nima Linen. I think I'd take Nurse before Nima Linen. Yeah. You want a guy, the reason I think CC, I mean, CC's just a solid D guy, but he's a stay at home guy. He's a bear. Right? Yeah. He's a stay at home guy. So, I mean, if you. If you had a chance of like going, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we wouldn't be able to get past any of them. But no, but if not. you had a chance to go get yeah. past anybody, my thought would be CC or maybe even Kulak, for that matter. But still, uh, yeah, and you know, any one of them. I remember watching a uh, sports science show a few years back. They had um, they put this like dummy uh, with all the biometrics on and the whole deal, and they right. had an NFL linebacker hit it that full i can't even remember who the linebacker was but break most people's ribs oh yeah no it was like you know yeah pounds of force or something crazy and um and uh i just remember like oh man and and i think like these obviously these are professional athletes so it's you know you're you're gonna get the same type of uh when these guys hit it's not like beer league i'll tell you that um, this just in yeah. shocking breaking news the calgary flames have picked up a loser point did they again oh man coyotes just scored an ot yeah so you know the flames beat um flames beat ottawa last night quite handily what was it like uh where the night before i guess it was on sunday night they beat them uh five to one and actually, Ottawa's been, you know, Ottawa's in rough, but I, I thought the Flames did really well against Ottawa. I watched the game, and, and they looked to be the stronger team. Uh, Huberdeau probably, I mean, guy's been, I think the Athletic had him as the number one disappointment in the league I mean, this year. I don't uh, know. But he had a beauty. 
Uh, Look what Markstrom just did and then answered that again. <laughs> well, yeah, so Markstrom was oh. in the top 10 disappointments, too. <laughs> he just uh, moved into yeah. the top three. Oh, <laughs> are you watching oh. the replay? Yeah. yeah. Remember Marc-Andre Fleury in the World Juniors? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Markstrom just did that in overtime. I mean, Markstrom passed, been... passed it to the guy in the slot. Here, here. Try yeah, yeah. Try here again. you go. Although we've seen uh, Smith do that a few times. Um, Neil asked if, my, if all the gets, jerseys uh, had captains on them. And I know, Neil, I am the captain of Team Weather's <laughs> Life. The one and only. Yeah. He, Neil, he did ask me to sign it for him, but I don't want him making any money. <laughs> Let's be honest. Michael already came to my house and went around signing all my sports cards in my That's room. Right. Yeah, I signed it. I just took a took a Jiffy marker and signed it. <laughs> Fuck you, Dash. <laughs> uh, uh, did you guys see McDavid get? Oh yeah, there you go. That's a card worth uh, keeping right there. It's oh, going yeah. down in price though. Most cards go up in price. That one's going down. I'm not yeah, sure how I feel one. about that. Hmm. Uh, some stranger says, did you guys see McDavid get pissed at Bouchard after he turned over the puck in the middle of the ice? Bouchard's I, I get, but, yeah, I did, and he deserved it. And McDavid's getting more and more pissed all the time. You can see him calling players out more and more. I like it. That's what being a real captain is. Keep people yeah. accountable. Yeah, and that's not anything new. I mean, he used to get pissed off at uh, Boyarvi every single game, <laughs> at least uh-huh. once for a while there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um I, I shouldn't have even brought that up. I mean, we haven't talked about him. It's been uh I, in fact getting Pugliarvi out of the lineup. I know I just said we shouldn't talk about him, but it's done exactly what I wanted it to do, which is not make him a focal point on the lineup. Yeah. yeah. No distractions uh, gone and yeah. go call up his agent Marcus Leto and ask him how is slotting into the Carolina lineup so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he had, um, and he had a long make the top with, twelve uh, with visa problems or whatever. But yeah, he's still been healthy, yeah. scratched for a week. Yeah, he. Um, I mean, but the, it has accomplished that thing. I, and um, the the one you know, the person that we talked about it, and it was said even in the chat is, um, you know, Fogel's doing what we wanted Pugliarvi to do. Uh, so he stepped up. He's he's decided to step up and do that. And we, um, you know, and, and the one person that's not necessarily taking the reins is uh, Yamamoto. And he's, um, you know, he's he's still, you know, you, t- you scored a couple in Buffalo. Yeah, he did. He, and you talk about him. I mean, he is a puck hound. He's, he did it again tonight. There are a couple of times yeah. where he gets in the zone. He's a he turnover gets, machine, man. He turns he just, it over as well. He just needs to get some finish. You know, when you're playing forward, doesn't matter what level of hockey and you're on the, you know, you're on that transition and you don't know whether you need to bust your ass back and start to back check or whether you can just kind of, can I just sit here in the slot for three more seconds and, you know, maybe trust my guy to turn the puck over and I'm going to be wide open. Yeah. I'm just, he's that guy. He just, he's always the guy that turns that puck over in that situation. He gives those guys so much more time that doesn't, show up in assists and in second assists and you know when Yamo's not scoring he's still contributing and I think that's important so yeah yeah I mean some guys important. when they're not scoring they're not contributing and Yamo I think he's always contributing somehow 
He, uh, I wish he was a little bit taller and I wish he was a baller. <laughs> Neil. She had a girl he could call her. <laughs> are we, are we wrapping our way through this episode? <laughs> All right. All right. What's your, um, what's your thoughts? You know, there's still some people been a little bit negative on Darnell nurse of late. Uh, I, I actually, I'm all right with the way he's played. And I think, you know, and I've said this for a long time is, is the, the better utilization he gets, the better he gets, right? Like if mm-hmm. he's not put into every situation, uh, extended. yeah, like I'm not, I've, I've been fine with the way he's played. I've been fine with the way, you know, the team has played. If they're, you know, as long as they continue to win games in the fashion, they're winning them. Uh, and then the, um, the fact that they, you know, that comeback against Boston, I thought that's huge, right? And it's and we're not talking a, you know, seven four Toronto type of game. We're talking a three to two game against a team that is equally as offensive, uh, you know, to the Oilers in Boston, and and uh, defensively doesn't often let in two goals, let alone three, right? Um, I read you the records. They they did the impossible. Yeah, yeah, they did. And so you know, I think, I think this team, you know, like when you just adding in Ekholm and and he's done what uh, Duncan Keith is, did last year, which is you know be a bit of a guiding force for Bouchard, right? Um, you know, the the defense to me, despite the fact that we're still letting in you know four or five a night. Uh, sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Seven, uh, seven, <laughs> <laughs> seven, twice in like the last two weeks. <laughs> but def- oh man, <laughs> it's like yeah, seven goals. This is um, we're seeing some good old fashioned hockey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, the um, they appreciate that epiphany. Uh, Need some likes on the stream. These guys do a good job. Deserve a simple button push. I will highlight that one all day. Thank you. Thank you. Glad that somebody comes out and does a listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, and Neil's there. He's, he's saying Nurse has been great in the last five years. Nurse is top 10 scoring five on five V five amongst D men. He's been, yeah, he's been doing, I think. You know, the challenge I've been, I've been saying that for a long time is utilization. You overutilize uh, Darnell Nurse and, and you overutilize anybody, right? 25 minutes a night on a team that's not known for their defense. Yeah. You give the guy a little bit of slack. Yeah. Uh, I think what we're doing now, you know, with Ekholm in there and, and Bouchard seeming to show a little bit more defensive prowess when he's paired with the right guy. Have a top four. Yeah. We have a top four now, yeah. right? We just we showed it in not this game in Toronto, and Bouchard had the most time on ace. Right? And Deharnay keeps getting better. Yeah, like I love, yeah, like I love I've, watching him play. I've been saying it for weeks. This is going to be the playoffs where we all look back and go, "He's this is where he took his step." Right? I think he's got the skill set to be able to carry us in the playoffs and have that toughness and make all the guys around him play an inch taller and. That means something. It really does. It means something in the playoffs. You know, Ekholm paired with Bouchard has given Bouchard that stability to, you know, every offensive defenseman needs a defensive guy to hold him down, and now he's got one of the best. And Bouchard's plays showed for it. And, you know, if Nurse is getting chipped 
by McDavid and, or sorry, uh, Matthews and Tavares, and those guys are all owning him, then great. You can run Bouchard and Eklund back home for a night and feel confident about it, right? And run CC and Nurse back on your second pairing. Like just having a top four, just having a top four. Eklund's just been so, so, so important. So important. Yeah, he's been, uh, he's been great. And he's, he's, um, you know, he just takes a couple of those, um, nurse's nurse. couple of those minutes from nurse, right? The, and that's all you yeah. need to do, right? Nurse's you just need nurse. to take a couple of minutes. I'm just looking at the time on nice, uh, on ice, uh, tonight, natural statric yeah, in the all, uh, surprised, uh, RNH, uh, just a minute last second in minutes to, uh, Darnell nurse tonight. He scored that dry sidle like goal there. That was <laughs> a nice little God bless Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Absolutely. Uh, here's, here's some, so I, I put up there that Broberg hasn't seen the ice since that Jets game. Uh, some comments coming around that, uh, Neil Garrity says, uh, original Puzar thinks, uh, Broberg should be playing instead of DeHarnay. Uh, I've liked the way DeHarnay has played. I'm a big fan of his. In fact, like on the uh, penalty kill, I like the guy will get in the front of every shot, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I love that. Um, I think, you know, he's played only so many games in the, in the NHL and he just seems to get, you know, better and better. The problem that I have is this, are we, uh, doing what we did to Bouchard, but with Broberg, right? Like, is he sitting too long now, right? The last, uh, it's been two weeks, you know, I mean, what Oilers have a, you know, next game at home on Thursday, um, you know, like if you don't play him, the stretch is still coming, man. Right? The stretch is still coming. We got fourteen games left, and nine of them are against our division. Yeah, Roberg will be just fine. He'll get his reps. Yeah, he need. I mean, that's the only my only worry. And um, you know, and and then you know, the curiosity is whether um, Woodcroft goes eleven and seven in that stretch, or if he you know, takes DeHarnay out and, and sits him for mm-hmm. a bit. And, and even that's not a bad thing, right? Like let a guy like DeHarnay, especially as you go into, um, go into the playoffs, let a guy like him, you know, have a look from the press box and see, see where things are, right? Like a lot of these players will talk to you about, you know, how that, you know, helps them out. Uh, and there's no doubt, you know, DeHarnay is um, aware that he's, you know, he's on that, uh, on the cusp of either being in or out of the lineup. And so obviously they all want to play. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tavares apologized to DeHarnay via text message. Oh, he's probably shitting his pants. I would too. I'm sorry, Vinny. I didn't mean to almost <laughs> break your wrist. Please don't smash my head next time I meet you. Yeah, well, it won't be in the it won't be in the playoffs. Again. Oh, who cares? Long memory. <laughs> next uh-huh. time they would see each other, won't be till regular season next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah here's the real question: Do you think Vinny texted back and said, "Oh, s- sorry about the four cross checks and the three slashes"? Before that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like DeHarnay's uh, response back, which was uh, uh, just part of the game. Yeah. You know, it's good. I mean, who cares? Whatever. Right? Like, yeah, don't, give the, don't give yeah, him the don't give him the don't slash me in the first place, you idiot. <laughs> right? Wow. You know, yeah. Tavares clearly aimed right for in between his glove and elbow pad. Oh, Every man. hockey player knows that's a soft spot. So. Yeah. 
Uh, Garrity says, I wish Broberg was six foot seven and shot right. Yeah, don't we all? Uh, Broberg, though, is, is going to have a um, career in the league. He's he's a good player. And, uh, it, I, and so. I hope it'll be on the Oilers. I think it'll be on the Oilers. I think he's the, um, he's definitely the right guy. Uh, (laughs) 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 oh man tell you all right we got dallas stars coming up uh thursday yes we're both laughing at you epiphany (laughs) (laughs) uh we got the dallas stars coming up on on thursday the uh stars you know I mean, we haven't really. Um, when's the last time we saw the stars? When was that? That was uh, going back. Jeez, January. We play, We have played them. December, December, beat them six to three in December. Completely different team. Another deep. Yeah, like you know, this um, in the next couple of weeks, right? We're gonna you know play you know as you said teams in the division. We're gonna play uh, teams in the conference. Fourteen out of fourteen are in the West. Nine out of fourteen are in the division, and five out of the fourteen are teams that are ahead of us. Although, wait, let me check the standings. No, we're ahead of Seattle now. So four out of the 14 are, you know, LA and Vegas. You know, I think the the season, the West is set. We know which eight teams are going to be in the playoffs. It's just where they seed. And I think our season will be decided between March 28th and April 4th. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I'm not, and does it matter at this point? I mean, the only thing that matters is who you play, right? And in, in whatever March round. March 25th and April 4th. That's March 25th is Vegas. Then we have Arizona. Then we have Vegas. Then we have LA. Then we have Anaheim. Then we have LA. Yeah. So those five games right there, or six, sorry, four games, Vegas, Vegas, LA, LA. And the only thing in between is a little bit of dessert in Arizona and Anaheim. So, right. That's, I think those six games right there dictate where we play, how we do in those six games will dictate where we slot. So, you know, I mean, is, is there a is there a preference for who you play in the first round? Right? Like, is there somebody oh, you don't want to play in the first round? I don't really want to play Dallas if we end up in the wild card. Yeah. I mean, it, it's looking even more and more like Vegas is on a tear right now. Yeah, they still don't scare me for some reason. I don't know why. I just think I don't want to get outground by somebody or bullied by somebody or... Right, you know how St. Louis won the cup after being last in January. They just beat the shit out of everybody and bullied everybody and intimidated everybody all the way to a Stanley Cup. And I just like that's the team I don't want to run into. I think we can outgun anybody, right? Like we just did it to the Bruins for F sakes. Like, yeah, and you go into um, you go into the playoffs, and you know it's obviously a new season. I I still. You know, I look at this, you know, we're talking about um, how McDavid, you know, uh, got upset with Bouchard today, right? Like he's, 
this he keeps saying it. He's on a different level. Like this is going to be, uh, you know, he's on a different level in the regular season right now. He's going to be on a different level come playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, he's would just get this sense from him that he's 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 ready. Like he's going to do whatever it takes, and he's going to drag everybody with him. Right, like he's gonna he's mm-hmm. gonna take this team as far as he possibly can. If if at the end of the day the um, you know the Oilers need three goals to win a a playoff game, he's gonna score all three of them. Right, mm-hmm. like he's gonna start taking over games in the playoffs like we haven't seen him do before. I believe that. I believe that a hundred percent. He's just turned a corner in his career. Like he was great before. He's great now. Like mm-hmm. you know, even he's more so. Yeah, he's better now. Like, he, who do you want to see? Who do you not want to see? Like, if the season ends today, we play Minnesota. Yeah, the only team I wouldn't want to enter in the first round with would be Colorado, and that's and that's not looking likely the way that it's all shaping up. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, right now Dallas that. and Vegas yeah. lead their lead their divisions, which will take off the two wild cards in Seattle and Winnipeg. So that leaves Minnesota. Colorado. Well, you play within your division first, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would be Minnesota starting today. Yeah. Sorry, it would be um, LA starting today. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I would. Um, I, I, that's the only team I wouldn't want to see. I, I would love to see another LA Edmonton series. Well, that's how it yeah. looks right now. Yeah. I wouldn't care about Vegas. I wouldn't care about LA. I certainly wouldn't care about Seattle. Winnipeg scares me a little bit. Minnesota scares me a little bit. Dallas scares me more than a little bit. Colorado, yeah. We'll see with their injuries, man. Manson needs to come back. Landeskog looks to be out. That's two big pieces of grit. They lost Kadri. You know, that's it's a lot of the players that stopped us from going anywhere last year. But that said, if it's going to be a I think we can outrace anybody and out sprint anybody, but if there's anybody that can out sprint us, it's probably McKinnon and Makar, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Makar is, um, if he's, you know, if he's playing and he's healthy, he is absolutely outstanding. In my mind, he is the, uh, you know, if, if, you know, if you're not talking McDavid, Makar's definitely up there, right? As one of the best players in the league. He stays yeah. healthy, yeah. Yeah, when he's healthy, and that and that's the challenge. And you know, and and so you know, if assuming you've got Makar and like the Makar McKinnon matchup with Drysaddle and McDavid, you know, it's it's different because Makar's a, a defenseman. He's damn good on both sides of the puck too, right? Like he, you know, the way he plays against McDavid is, um, you know, I argue he's one of the best defensemen to play against McDavid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and then, you know, if you, if you neutralize McDavid and you're as, you know, offensively gifted as Makar is, uh, and you can get the puck out of your zone, it's a big advantage, right? Not that yeah. I, I just don't, I mean, I don't believe that um, there'd be anybody neutralizing McDavid this year. Uh, not that they did that last year. He still got points on the, on the board. I think this team is a little bit different. They're a little bit, uh, the depth is there, you know, to play a better playoff style, like to, 
play that game in in Boston and not have a point. Yeah. Right? Like for McDavid. I mean that that's not something this team They figured out how to neutralize McDavid. They just the yeah. Bruins got beat by secondary scoring, right? Dr- Drysidle uh did got one assist and Nuge and McConnor both went pointless. So well, and, you know, that's not going to you know, happen Tiffany very often has, either. Tiffany brings up something, and you know, maybe it's the um maybe it's not the team we should be worried about. It's, you know, which goalie do you want to play against? Oh, Corpusalo, 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 Corpusalo. Out of those two choices, um, not that I want to face Corpusalo, but out of those two choices, it's Corpusalo and Corpusalo. Corpusalo. <laughs> there you go. So I mean that maybe that's the better way to think of it. And if and if that's the, if if you're thinking about the you know the goalie situation, then Colorado is maybe not necessarily the one that you're most worried about, but certainly. Um, Certainly Dallas, like Ettinger, and just what he did last year uh, was ridiculous. Nah, he's just, nah, yeah, he's, he's too good. He is too good. And so, you know, that um, that I could see, you know, being maybe um, a part that, but again, you know, we, we talk about, you know, we talk about these guys and, uh, and um, you know, Dreisaitl and McDavid, I, I just think they're going to bring a different level. Right. It might not matter. Right. Like it didn't, you know, it didn't matter to some of the old Oiler greats. Right. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure, you know, some stranger said like, this might be the first year that somebody in the bottom, you know, bottom part of the league, uh, for goals against actually could win the cup. I, I think they, you know, they have that capability. The only challenge is that this team also has the capability to incredibly disappoint us. Right, mm-hmm. like, they, yeah. Um, we beat I, Vegas four three in yeah. both games we played him. Yeah. So, uh, Epiphany says Ottinger is maybe a wee bit unbalanced as he's a bit offensive for a goalie. <laughs> so good. Yeah, he is good, but he's, he's really good. good at goaltending. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, look, I you know I mean any but any goalie. In the playoffs, sometimes, you know, everybody calls them voodoo for a good reason, right? Like, sometimes mm-hmm. you expect, there's a few guys that you knew would always be good, like um, Hasek, uh, uh, Kiprasov, you know, those guys were, you know, playoff goalies that were just seemed to, you know, rise to the challenge and, and uh, could play, you know, nonstop. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. um, Ett- Ottinger or Ettinger. What is it, Ettinger or Ottinger? I, I think Ottinger, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so Ottinger, though, I mean, whether, I mean, he had one good series, right? So we don't really know yet if he's that guy, right? I mean, we suspect he is, <laughs> and we're and you're probably right. But uh, maybe it was just one. He's played well this year, obviously. He's, um, you know, top part of the league for save percentage. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it could, you know, anything could change. Um, Flames five and tonight one against the, the uh, Knights in the last six games we played them. Yeah. What is it? Sorry? I'm not scared of them. We're five and one in our last six games against the Knights. Oh, yeah. We haven't lost to them this year. We shut them out last year in a game. You know, we've... 
I've only lost to them once in the last three seasons. Yeah, I'm not, and and I've you know it's not um, that's not Eichel a team. versus McDavid. Yeah. yeah, they're not a team that uh, brings a lot of fear to me. Uh, the Golden Knights. I, in fact, you know, I, I mean, I'd be more, I'd be more inclined to be scared of you know a team like Colorado or Dallas uh, than any of the other teams in the division. Winnipeg, maybe you know, if Hellebuck were to you know be on fire during the playoffs, that'd be a tough out. Um, but that could be, you know, <laughs> like you could have Dallas ending up playing, uh, Winnipeg in the first round, uh, that would eliminate two of the top right. goaltenders in the, in the conference or one of the top goaltenders and, in the two, of, yeah. and two of the biggest teams, yeah. one of the two big yeah. teams. I mean, that would be, uh, not so, not so bad uh, as far as the Oilers go. All right. Yeah. Uh, we are, uh, closing in at the hour. Uh, I'll talk to the focus groups on your, uh, three, three questions. Maybe we got to, you know, fix it up a little bit, get it, get it going a little bit and, uh, put some, put something, uh, around that, a little format around there. Maybe have the questions ready in advance rather than have to think about them on the fly, (laughs) something like that. That's a good, uh, Hey, you know what, Dash, I don't say this often, but uh, good suggestion, good suggestion. Keep them coming. You get uh, you get a gold star, <laughs> the heavy Ooh. the heavy hockey gold star, and uh, I won't I'll make put it, it right up over here by my captain's <laughs> by your, jersey. By your captain's jersey, you got to tell everybody the 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 story behind that. So, uh, well, for the heavy, well, Michael called yeah, me one right, night before the, the tournament started. Here's the real story. You know what? I'll t- I'll tell it when you're on yeah, mute. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's the real story, and it's and it's hilarious, and I and I find it quite funny. Uh, so as everybody knows, it's been watching and, and, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, the, um, we had the heavy hockey showdown, uh, two Saturdays ago now, and we ended up, uh, between us and the Oilers girls night ended up raising over $25,000 for the sexual assault center of Edmonton. So really great job. But, um, I, uh, of course I flew in from Halifax to play. And uh, I had the jerseys uh, with me and I, you know, I had the jerseys at, I, they were at Dash's place and we got to the arena and um, I looked at my jersey and it had an A on there. And I, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I had, I literally had a moment of confusion where I, I didn't, I couldn't remember ever putting an A on the jersey. <laughs> So the, here's the uh, you know advice to all of you if you ever <laughs> if you know Dash well enough to leave anything there he's got he's got some type of vinyl iron or something that he can put you know letters and numbers so he put a C on his jersey and an A on mine uh, which you know was a hell of a hell of a prank um, I would have I would have made you C anyway if you just asked but. Uh, <laughs> But I did enjoy that, and uh, and for for a moment, like I, you, if I hadn't, if you hadn't told me before we got on the ice, I probably wouldn't have even noticed. Until, <laughs> until after. Yeah, Neil says, "What's that C stand for?" I'm not allowed to say that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. T- tune in next Tuesday. That's right. Yeah, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I think that's it. 
I think that's what we got tonight. Oilers defeat the uh, Ottawa Senators 6-3 to in Edmonton. Leon Dreisaitl looks like he's well on his way to another 50-goal season, uh, which is pretty awesome. Oilers' power play yep. continues to click despite the uh, loss of uh, of Tyson Berry. Are they they're still on the same trajectory? I think is it has it changed in their last uh, since Berry's been gone? Or are they still at thirty percent? Um, now I've got to I've got to check that. I'll check I that out for next episode. I don't know that. Just looks like a different power play. You know, ultimately, I think it's operates a little bit differently and. You know, I love I love what Bouchard brings. He's there. He's always distributing to one of the half walls, and Bouchard just creates a another risk. So you know, it's another lane they've got to be aware of. So. Nuge is getting close to 100 points. He's uh, he's right up there. He's um, he's uh, he's on pace for 100 points right now. Right, like he's at 82. Neil points. is at 31.5 with Bouchard, or since the trade. Is that what it is? There you go. Oh, Neil says, yeah. Which is uh, which is just it would be just above what they were trending before. So with Bouchard, I think you know. I mean, the Oilers had always had the opportunity to use Bouchard, and I screamed about it for a long time. Yeah, but Barry, I mean, don't break right. it if it's not broken. If if it's oh, it's currently thirty one point five percent, which means it's increased yeah, it a little bit because I think it was thirty point five before the deadline. So. Uh, well, there yeah. you go. Either Neil's mashing buttons or he dropped some nacho cheese on his keyboard. <laughs> he said he wasn't wearing his glasses earlier. <laughs> C stands for cheese. cheese. That's what it stands for. Yeah. All right. I do, I do love the uh, jersey and the glass. Looks good. Um, I will uh, finish it up. But, you know, same as always, I'll give Dash the last word tonight. I'll put myself on mute. Always feels like I'm kind of giving my life away when I do that, but uh, yeah, it is risky, and I continue to do it. I'm still here today. Uh, Leon Drysaddle, of course, makes 100 points tonight. Uh, again, unbelievable. Uh, again, thank you to everybody that um, did get uh, out to the heavy hockey showdown. Absolutely unbelievable that we, between us and Oilers Girls Night, that we made 25 grand. Uh, it's about if you the equivalent of about 266 hours of um, of specialized counseling uh, for people in need. So it's um, that's a pretty big deal. That, that weren't available to them before that now dense into a 15 month wait list. Yeah. So. yeah, so absolutely outstanding. It's great there that um, we were able to yeah, do that. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, I've got nothing else. I mean, I'm looking forward to um, the Dallas game. Uh, I said uh, after last Tuesday's show that the Oilers were going to go 2-0 and and beat Toronto, and, and I, I thought that I was a magician when they were up on Toronto. I thought, yeah, I told you guys. And then I don't know what happened. McLeod, Ryan McLeod happened. That's what happened. And that, Mar- <laughs> that Marner goal. Okay, like I've I've got to call that. There you go. Always running Ryan McLeod. I know, time. I know. That Marner goal Embarrassing. was sick. It was unbelievable. It was sick. Yeah. Like, that's the last guy in the league you want to give yeah. the puck to in close quarters. Like wow. I still can't believe yeah. that on you know, and now I'm way off topic, but I can't. I still can't believe on Sportsnet they're talking about Matthews versus McDavid. It's not Matthews versus McDavid. Marner's the star of that team. Like hands down. 
Guy's good. Yeah, but McDavid's only good because of dry yeah. saddle. <laughs> that's, that's right. So, so true. <laughs> Mitch Marner is a hell of a player. Well, he is a he is a hell of a player. Matthews has played way more time on ice with Marner than Drysaddle has with McDavid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and just you know what he did there with the puck was absolutely outstanding. I'll call it for what it is. Um, you know, hell of a goal. Maybe not as good as Drysaddle's. Put the net back on. Shove the puck. In the, no, in no, the no. Goal, but up there in goals of the year for sure. Not as not as nifty as Ryan Lotzberg at the Happy Hockey <laughs> Showdown. But, That's right. But still pretty cute. Still <laughs> pretty still cute. Still pretty cute. All right. Uh, that's all I got for you tonight. Uh, as always, um, you know, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, which, um, you know, you, you should, uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Hit the likes. Like Epiphany yeah. said, yeah. give us a couple likes. Do all of that. Anywhere you find podcasts, you find the Heavy Hockey Channel. And um, I'm going to put this out there. I think there's going to be a couple more surprises yet for heavy hockey in the next uh, couple months. And uh, as the Oilers go through the playoffs, I think you'll see a couple of big changes uh, for the better. I'm pretty excited about that. Not 100% on what that means yet, but uh, I'll I'll just put that out there right now. And Dash, you, sir, are up with the last word. Have a great night, everybody. Dash is up. All right. Well, he bears promised me for the 15th straight podcast that he wouldn't go over an hour. So here I am giving the last word at an hour and two minutes. So I will keep it quick, but I would like to say that, uh, I love doing this with you, buddy. You know, that, um, just a fantastic time hanging out with you here in Edmonton, being your defense partner, even though we came out on the wrong end of the score, uh, our charity came out on the right end, and and that's what's most important. Uh, fantastic going to Buffalo with you and watching a little bit of a game on the road and, and hitting the highway. Um, I kept going, watched the game in Boston, so I'm considering myself a little bit of a lucky road charm right now. We just about went to the Toronto game, and we didn't, and then we lost. So obviously, if I would have went, we would have won. Lesson learned for me there. Um, but ultimately, just uh, was honored to be a part of that game. Um, great to be back on the air with you it's weird looking at your your on-air face instead of your real face um and you know this is a fun time to be an Oilers fan there's a lot of fun hockey ahead of us I think you know with 14 games left nine of them divisional games they all matter from here on out we're peaking at the right time We've got the two best players in the universe going nuclear uh, finally our goaltending is good enough finally our defense is good enough. Um, you know, there's experts all over the world and including Kevin Bieksa that I talked to at the airport that are picking the Edmonton Oilers to go to the cup final. And, you know, it's, it's, why not our year? Why not us? I'm looking forward to it. I think that it's going to be fun down the stretch. So other than that, I don't have much else to say. So I will, uh, maybe just pull a April, April Levine and get the fuck off the stage here. Good night, everybody. Yeah.